We've got hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. And we spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more how to turn that content into profit, go to contentsprofit.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, Pod Max special today yes. with a guess that is going to blow your mind. It blew our mind five five minutes ago. I mean, it's it's incredible. And we're going to be talking about a new way of communication. Is it the end of the Zoom era? Oh, the power yes. of yes, holoportation. Please. Yes. What is that? What is holoportation? Ah, it's so good. Before we dive into this, guys, go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button so you know when those episodes are dropping on your phone every Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays with incredible stories like the one that we're about to share. And make sure to follow us on social media at Biz Roscoe to get all the nuggets, all the little amazing nuggets of content. That is right. So and if you find this episode impactful and you believe it's going to impact somebody else's life in a positive way, please, please, all we ask from you is to share it and leave a five-star review. Thank you. Today, another awesome episode. We partnered with Podmax to share the stories of some amazing people that are shaping our future. People that are taking ideas and turning them into reality. These stories are meant to empower you to go and build a brighter future. Oh yeah, guys. Today's guest, I'm telling you, I hope you're ready with either coffee, something, because he is going to blow your mind. He might even show up in your living room. Just <laughs> he oh, might okay. even yeah. show up yeah. in your living room. Yeah. Yeah. Today's guest, his superpower is to beam anywhere in the world through the power of holoportation. What is holoportation? More on that soon. And guess what? He is also an award-winning writer and producer who founded Portal without an A, P-O-R-T-L, which is absolutely mind-blowing after 20 years in the entertainment industry. He has hosted 250 celebrity interview podcasts. He did a podcast every Saturday for five years. Wow, ha! that he's is one commitment. Of the, he's one of the OGs, you know. Goals, hashtag goals. Yep. He's also working in, his work was crucial in advancing hologram technology and he has, he met his wife in episode nine. I think that was a, a little fun fact in there. Fonzie, yeah. can I, we find your wife? That I mean, after he shared that with us, I was yeah. like, there is hope out there <laughs> in the world. Like maybe if we make more podcast episodes, who knows? Who knows what we're going to find in there, right? Yeah. Guys, please welcome mm. the wizard of holoportation, the incredible award-winning writer and producer, or ex-award-winning writer and producer. I think he's the still, is. still I think yeah. he still has the awards. Yeah, and founder <laughs> of Portal. Please welcome David Nussbaum. David, I hope I pronounced your your name correctly. Yep, you did, and that's the most important part. Yeah, cross it, Fonzie. Getting getting the guest name right is. Yeah. The number one thing. <laughs> what, was that your secret to meeting your wife? Did you pronounce her name correctly in the, fir- in the, in the first episode? I did. I was a fan of my, of my now wife's, so it was easy for me to pronounce her name right. That's awesome. David, I mean, for those listening right now, we actually had to redo the intro because I was so <laughs> nervous that I messed up on the very first try because this is, I feel like this is an episode like unlike any other that we've ever done. This is a topic that honestly, we didn't even know like it existed that much. Like <laughs> the only holographic images that I've seen in my life are the ones in Harry Potter world in Universal, <laughs> David. Like those I are the- I actually did that one. Yep. What? 
Oh, yeah. okay. This F- just became even better. Okay, Fonzie, go, go, yeah, go, go get some fresh air. I think. Yeah. So. Wow. <laughs> Dude, David, again, incredible honor uh, to to host you on the show. And uh, obviously, there's a lot to talk about here. We definitely want to dive into your company. What you guys are doing to changing like uh, the 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 landscape of content creation, uh, live events. Uh, experiences right mm-hmm. all, around the world like this is gonna bring an, a whole new meaning to to all this stuff but i'm very interested to 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 your beginnings on on producing shows on producing content around the world right your maybe your entrepreneurial journey what was the, that start for you uh so i i wanted to be on the radio i wanted to be howard stern when i grew up uh so i went uh, i was living in new jersey I, I i went to uh uh college and and uh Every Sunday, I uh, went on and did my ho- my my uh, my radio show, my uh, my college radio show, and I just caught the bug. I just wanted, I really wanted to be on the radio. So uh, when, uh, like in late in late nineteen, I guess it was nineteen ninety nine, I moved to Los Angeles to uh, secure a job in radio, and I started working for a radio station that broadcasts all the all the Dodger and Laker games, and so mm. I started working there in sales. Uh, because it was a Spanish language radio station, I don't speak Spanish. So <laughs> I, um, I just I wanted the I, I really enjoyed the hustle. I enjoyed being around the broadcasters. I liked walking through the uh, the station. I liked looking through the the, the glass at the at the broadcaster. Uh, you know, I, every word he's saying, I'm I'm watching him talk. And meanwhile, there are you know millions of people that are listening to every word he says. I felt really close to the action, and I kept I was just energized by it. So. Um, uh, so between bouncing back and forth between Los Angeles and New York, working for CBS radio, working for other uh, Spanish uh, and English language radio sports and talk stations, I finally secured some on-air experience. Um, and that's when uh, podcasting became sort of a thing yeah. uh, in the early 2000s. And uh, I, um, uh, so I started a, uh, a, a podcast network and... Um, Wow. Uh, and that was really one of my first entrepreneurial experiences is kind of breaking away from corporate and starting my own thing. And all of a sudden, now I got to make decisions. Now I got to book the guests that I wanted. I got to, uh, uh, you know, uh, set rates on, on, on commercial advertising and all, all kinds of fun stuff. It was a lot of fun. It was very hard to do. Podcasting was so brand new. It was um, yeah. mm. It was uh, it was definitely an experience, but yeah, that was my first real toe dip into the world of of being an entrepreneur. I, I wow. love it, dude. I I have a question here because you know we're in 2021, as we're recording this today, and uh, there's a lot of people. I feel like podcasting has become like this trend, right? After 20 years of being around, and there's a lot of people diving into this world with uh, some of them very unrealistic expectations from the very beginning right and they might expect something and it, it is hard work like on the on our production to get it started i can't even imagine how that was uh when you started um I, i'm one of the ogs right probably like in, in this medium so what kept you going on publishing what kept you what kept the light on what kept the fire going to continue to produce this content interview people uh was there a, a was there a benefit on the back end what what was what was happening through yeah. you know through your mind when you first started this network right well for me it was easy uh though there weren't a whole lot of podcasts out there so if there was a guest uh that needed to talk or wanted to talk there there were very few options so um, my first guest was a man named Sam Simon, 
and he was the uh, co-creator of The Simpsons. Mm. And wow. he, uh, you know, he he's a uh, talking about OG. I mean, he he's been there, done that. He was a billionaire that he made all the Simpsons money, and then uh, he's just spent it on human and animal rights. So I, I reached out to him and I said, let's talk about human and animal rights. Let's talk about your career. And uh, and each one of my meetings was not through Zoom or through, uh, you know, the you know online. It was every meeting was in person. Wow. And so mm-hmm. uh, Sam, Sam is no with us. He passed away a few years ago, but he we did about seven or eight podcasts together and uh, he became a real friend. Uh, uh, getting Sam Simon as my first guest was meant everything because now I could go to any celebrity, mm-hmm. any comedy writer, any person say, Sam Simon was my guest. What you're too, you're what you're better than Sam Simon, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was very, at that point it was, it, it became easy when you, when you have a, uh, uh, you know, a guy a leading bat off, yeah. uh, batting lead off as the, um, yeah. as a, you know, as a superstar like him. Wow. Well, I, I think that is so important. First two points in there. I mean, develop, developing friendships, using your platform to develop important friendships, right? How many times we hear that you're the average of, you know, the five people that you surround yourself with. And I, I personally believe podcasting or having a platform is one of the most important ways to increase that environment, to develop those new friendships that are going to even help you become a better person. So the fact that you went after the people that, you know, were making a change in the world that you had real interest in, but it was selfless interest, right? You wanted to share their message with the world and that turned into a friendship. How incredible is that? And the other thing is leveraging those names to grow your platform. That is exactly the same thing that, that we managed to do with our podcast, right? We inter- we started interviewing a lot of people into the, the marketing world and we managed to get an interview with uh, Todd Brown, right? He's an incredible marketer. Guess what? Every single person that we pitched after him, we were like, we've had Todd Brown in the show. And every single person was like, I want to yep. be in a show where Todd Brown has been in, right? Mm-hmm. So the yep. power of leverage is so, so incredible. And I, I I, think I have a great question that is very biased, obviously. I'm patting myself on the back right here. <laughs> but I, I, I think my brother wants to say something, so I'm uh, going to keep this question for, for later. You good? Yeah, All right. go ahead. So, because we might be diving into, uh, I'm just mind blown with the whole apportation thing. <laughs> So I've noticed that you are a person that can, you're in front of trends, right? 2000, you're podcasting, right? That is 21 years ago. Wow. Like, like you said, the industry was very small. Now 2021, and you're working with holoportation, right? You're creating holograms. So the, the, you're changing the way of communication. And what comes to mind is what Christopher Loghead, who is another incredible marketer, he calls category design. And he says that people that that usually, most people like to play a safe and create a product that is market fit, right? You need to test it. The market has to say, yes, this works. And then most companies want to take that into the market and, and sell it. But for a product like holograms, right? I'm I'm thinking, how how do people even embrace the idea of holograms. And for me, man, you are an, an innovator that you stay in front of trends and you're what he calls a category designer because it's like it's like Elon Musk in a sense that he started Tesla and a lot of people didn't believe in him. But guess what? Now he has built a whole industry around it. And I see that trend in you. Is that a trade that you've had your entire life? Have you developed it? 
or how do you go about dealing with those ideas? Yeah, no, I um, uh, I I don't like competition. I'm not good at it. Uh, so I just try to separate myself. If there's if there's of the, like I didn't I wasn't successful in podcasting. I did 250 episodes, but then as all these podcasts started popping up. You know, I mean, yep. guests could go to Joe Rogan's podcast or Mark Maron's podcast. It's like, why would they come to David Nussbaum's podcast? So mm. I'm not good with competition. I need to be in my own category all to myself. So I uh, I split when when um, when things get uh, too complicated. So I yes, I start different things and then I I I, I pick up and move with with um, with holograms though. Uh, I'm in this for the long. Paul, uh, uh, this is a uh, this is a category that is. Um, I hope to make it as popular as podcasting is right now. The idea of hollow portation machines is you shouldn't have to be Tupac or Harry Potter or or you know a wealthy person to become a hologram or to beam somewhere. My goal is to put a hologram on every tabletop or a hologram. Uh, life-size unit in every conference room or in, in every museum or in every you know movie theater lobby yeah uh, it's a scalable uh, business and so it is uh, that is my that is my desire I don't know um, I don't but but to answer your question it, it's a it is it is a uh, uh, I'm not a I'm not a trend setter I I can just I, I just happen to What a hook! Oh, hold on. Surround myself with really people that that support what I'm what I want to do. Yeah. Oh, we we almost lost you there for a second. Like literally, when you were like, "I am," <laughs> I, like it, it, the internet stopped for a little bit. I, I, I think that was on purpose. But then we we managed to hear so, what you said, David. It, wait, sorry, sorry, real quick. I I want to paint the picture of what you're doing right here because we are from Venezuela. We grew up in in Venezuela. Our family is still in Venezuela. So what I'm imagining right now is how cool would it be to have at our house in the living room, right? One of these little machines that can show us our parents, right? Not through a screen, but we could actually see them as a full yeah. human being. How impressive would that be? The power of communication. Like I'm just imagining and I'm almost like tearing up of how exciting that would be yeah. and the possibilities across the world for people to have this conversation, like it, it would be so much more meaningful. And I also imagine it kind of like Star Wars, right? When they talk to, <laughs> they, they communicate across the galaxy and the little holo holographic image pops out like that. I'm like, how cool would that be? Yeah. So thank I, you. I, thank you for I, being a, not, for not looking to establish yourself in, in a competitive matter, but how do I separate yeah. myself and create something extremely viable for everyone? Yeah, for, for the audience too, like if you are listening to this, please go watch the video, come connect with us, we'll send you because this is a real thing. It is happening, it is real. And uh, you know, David's background right now is actually showing the product and how it yeah. works. It's not, this is not a dream, right? It's happening today and it shows what's possible, right? And, and David, one, one, of the, one point that I really want to highlight, there we are, there we are, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> He's cool. just showing us this image of, you know, two friends just chatting. It, it's somebody, it, it, it is real. It is real. And I want to, I want to salvage something that you, that you said, I don't like competition. I'm not good at it. I need to be in my own category. Right. And, and the, the fact that I relate, I relate a lot with that, right? Because 
there might be people out there in the world that don't like competition and that's perfectly okay, right? And when you dive into the business world, a lot of it is like, well, who are we competing against? Like, who's your competition? And the product here, the product there, what is it, the problem that we're solving? And I think this is the first time that I hear it so clear from somebody on the other side of the camera that explains it that, hey, it's okay to feel that way, that I don't really like competition. And it was the first time that I felt identified with that. And that's the way we do the show, how we do it, right? And every single day we have people coming in. It's like, hey, you should do the show this way. You should do the show that way. And we're like, well, did I ask for your opinion? Uh, Right? Like that's the first question. And then we do it because it fulfills us, right? And it's a a different category of show. We don't call it a podcast. It is published as a podcast, but it's, it's a live show. And then you're taking this to a whole new level. And I'm like, okay, it is okay to do that. So I want the audience to recognize that and look inside of you. And if you feel that way, it's okay to do your own thing consistently over time. Now, did it, was that always your thought process or do you have to encounter that through an experience or how, how do you actually discover that in you? And then what was your first step on taking action on that new identity, right? That, that you kind of created or you all, do you always feel that way? No. Um, I, some days I like competition. Uh, it motivates me, uh, when, um, you know, if, if somebody else uh, enters the market and, and starts creating holograms and starts creating uh, uh, content, uh, it sometimes motivates me because I, okay, you know what? I've been lazy. Uh, these guys are, are stepping it up. Now I need to beat them. Uh, so I do, it's competition, but I'm, I'm motivated by, I, I want to be the best at it, right? Yes. So yes. Um, I was the first at it. But now someone else is 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 going above me. They've they figured out. They've taken everything that I've worked so hard to do, and they just got that information because I've worked several years to make it happen. Now all of a sudden they've added to it something maybe I didn't think of, and I go, oh, why didn't I think of that? Now I have to. And so Implement. it does. You know, competition is a good thing, although sometimes I don't like it. You know, <laughs> yeah, uh, because it's because I'm because sometimes I can get lazy. I say, you know what. I want all the business for myself. I want everything for myself. I want it all to come to me. If somebody wants to do a hologram, they shouldn't even have to Google hologram. They should just know it's me. Yeah. But then I can get a little, you know, say, okay, well, if it's all for me, then why do I have to keep pushing the limits? Um, So when competition happens, it obviously motivates me to, to make a better machine, make a better product, uh, you know, build it out, build out the industry more. I love it. What is that element that keeps, your drive, right? And because, I mean, you're clearly very passionate about what you're doing today, right? Like if not, I don't think you will be doing it uh, with all the other projects also that you've done uh, um, along your, your journey, right? So what what's that What's that big why? What's that big push that, that's keeping you on, on this track? Yeah, well, for me, it's my family. I've got, uh, I've got you know, little kids at home yeah. and... I want them to live in a, uh, a, a great world. Uh, if I can make a mark on it, that will, uh, po- you know, uh, you know, make it a, a positive experience for them. You know, everything I do right now, everything we do right now affects our children. They're five and six years old right now. So yeah. I know I, re- I have my earliest memories were from when I was like four five, six, seven, and they are amazing memories and my life is where it is right now because of some of the experiences I had as a kid. So I just try to, um, you know, motivate my kids, inspire my kids through my own actions and, um, uh, and, and also my desire to, uh, you know, I've got employees now, right? So Mm -hmm. I've got, it's, I'm not just a one man 
show. I'm not an employee of a company. I'm the CEO. So I've got like dozens of employees. And so now that motivates me because I want to make sure each one of them has jobs for life and security. And so it's now it's not just about me. It's about my family. It's about uh, my my colleagues and employees and their families and their kids. So I just all I want to do is is, you know, um, you know, build out this industry and make it uh, uh, accessible. I want to scale the business so anybody can have portals. Um, yeah. But it's, it's it's all about just, you know, just building it out and and and, and pushing the limits. I'm, I'm curious on how long has it been since you started this company? Uh, well, I I I started the company less than two years ago, less than two uh, years ago. Yeah, this company about two years ago. I uh, I used to work for a very large hologram entertainment company, which is uh, which used a, a hologram technique called Pepper's Ghost, and it's those Pepper's Ghost patents and products and techniques that were used to put that Harry Potter, mm. uh, you know, Universal Studios thing together. Um, But after years of making millions of dollars for other people, I just thought I, I would rather do that for myself. So yeah, yeah. So I left. I started Portal, and uh, when the pandemic hit, uh, I had I had hundreds of thousands of dollars of of revenue that got canceled. They they were trade shows and conventions that were to take place last summer. You know, Comic Cons and CES and this and that and all these things, all gone. Wow. So I. Uh, Uh, so we pivoted and we turned uh, the company around and, and made it less of a novelty company. Like, hey, there's a guy in a box and more of a, a communications platform. Yes. So we yeah. raised a bunch of money through some VC uh, funding. And then we, we hired a lot of um, engineers to build out the uh, the software and the, the communication um, aspect of it. Yeah. So so that's where, where I wanted to take a little bit this this conversation. Because, of course, the pandemic has changed the the narrative of communication right between people companies everything you have you know offices that are vacant now people working from home have you how have you seen that change in communication and has that motivated you in a way to keep developing further your product right like what are your views on human connection because i feel this is a step further than obviously zoom like yes it's cool to connect with someone like this but the fact that you can almost have them there physically, I think is a game changer. I'll tell you what I say, if you can't be there, beam there. Uh, <laughs> what we don't, what we don't have right now is I see you from, from your, from your chest up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't see your nonverbal cues. I can't see your body language. All I see is what you're presenting up here. But when you are in full size, human size, 4k resolution, volumetric projection, There, you can't hide anything. It's like you're there. There is an emotional connection. There is a physical connection. There is a science that actually says, you know, when you see a real person standing in front of you, there is a, there is a, uh, like a, an invisible connection. You just can't get through Zoom. There mm. is something there that yeah. just doesn't exist unless you are, are really there. So, uh, yeah, uh, it changes everything. Educators could beam around the world. Uh, 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 religious uh, leaders and inspirational speakers, CEOs and, and yeah. uh, entertainers. This is the way people ought to be uh, communicating if they can't be there. I, yeah. I, oh, man, like I'm just getting the chills because 
as you were talking, right, I remember an experience that we had last year. Uh, we were lucky enough to see Tony Robbins live. Uh, probably one of the last events that he did live before the 4,000-foot like, studio with like all the Zoom screens, right? But that experience to us meant a, a lot. And I remember like crying in the middle of that experience and just seeing the man there driving all that energy. And uh, what I was picturing now with as you're telling this, this can be a game changer, not, not just for, or this is game changer, not only for those live events, but that connection with the people that you might admire, right? Like you said, educators around the world. Wow, what an incredible experience will be like, you know, you go to third world countries. Now we come from a third world country, Venezuela, right? And have this educator or this thought leader, right? Sitting down and again, use the powers for good, can be also used for, for, for bad as well, but let's focus on the good. But it's like this this person bring education around the world to different institutions. I mean, the power for nonprofits to be able to communicate and, and educate in, in, in companies or in, in continents or, or countries that might not have access to this kind of education and, and thoughts, right? It's It's so, so, so powerful. So I say thank you, man, like for, yeah. for everybody. And, and we need... It, I'm sure you know this, but we need to get this out, and people need 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 to know more. Obviously, through the conferences, through and I and I I don't know if you're in the podcasting circuit already, but I encourage you to go back and uh, and show the the amazing zooms, <laughs> the, yeah. the the zoom stuff because more people, more creators need this, right? And yeah, I, I think it removes the friction for you know high profile people to have to travel to those places when maybe they don't have that time, right? Like these high profile people, they really care where they invest their time. And the journey to some of those places, right, might be costing them a lot of money. So instead, now they can be like, yes, I'll be there at 1 p.m. Now they're, you know, holoportating them their way over there. They're beaming their way over there, which is incredible. Have you, what are some of the the reactions on this, this type of people when you present them with this idea of beaming themselves into some, some, some different place? Uh, disbelief usually uh, hmm. they don't believe that I can do it uh, they think it's a trick um, you know hmm. I've got a, a YouTube channel and I post almost all of our videos all of our media all of everything on YouTube and almost all the comments all the negative comments are you know this is BS or this is fake it's really a guy in the box don't let this guy fool you and I I, I take those as compliments those yes. negative comments are compliments they're saying that it looks too real to be real yeah uh and so uh that is a quite the compliment but then i show them uh, i've got a showroom in los angeles i put on a mask we keep a social distance these days but i show them i beam them from one side of my showroom all the way to the other they see that they this is real uh yesterday i beamed from los angeles to barcelona so i could uh present my nice ideas uh in in spain yeah uh, from and it was a, a great a big event that was attracted a lot of media attention and um uh but yes it is possible and it yeah. is uh and we're just talking about one aspect we're just talking about hollow portation but there's so many more things that yeah hologram i mean imagine going into a mall and seeing you know like hologram products and and, you know, there's there's so many different ways. We'll just focus on on <laughs> communications, though, today. Oh, uh, I, since, I, we're, since we are communicating. Yeah. Yes. You know, where are you? Where are you guys located right now? We're in Jacksonville, Florida. So you're in Florida. I'm in Los Angeles. I mean, th there is this is a this is the er not the earliest form. I mean, obviously, but this is yeah. the this is a form of holoportation in a sense. Like we're communicating. We're seeing each other. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like we're together. Yeah. Uh, this all this is is just uh, all portal is 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 just yeah. a is a nev- another level after that. But maybe one day this is yeah. how you're beaming people into your studio. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I would love to do it that way. Yeah. It, it's it's funny. I mean, in our in our short journey on podcasting this last year, right? We we've thought about different ways in the studio, right? We have how we're seeing you right now is is a you know 15 50 inch tv in front of us like and you're literally the size like real size right we're we're talking to you so i'm imagining you know obviously in this medium just having the whole portation machine right and we're actually having like a conversation and and, and obviously the that's a very like tight looking thing with the, in the within the podcasting world and there's countless applications to this but what i want to highlight is you know we we chatting with Alex Sharfin, this amazing business coach, right? He, he talks about the entrepreneurial mindset. Like we, we live in the future, we grab that and then we make it happen. And that's exactly what you've done, right? Like you are that step ahead, that visionary, like let's go to the crazy zone idea. What if, right? We saw it, you, you saw it a reality with the company that you work from. It's like, Hey, I have a vision. I'm going to actually make it happen. Even though bad things could happen, like the, the, the pandemic, sorry, pandemic, um, happening. Right. And you're like, let me pivot. Right. And now this whole array of possibilities are also, you know, going from there and you're finding your people, the people that invested in you, the people that believe in you, mm-hmm. the people that, that, that buy the machines. Right. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know the back end of the system, but the people that are showing up on YouTube, right. And be like, this is so cool. You're finding those people. So your message, you know, is filtering that audience that is going to start to believe, right? So I, again, I say thank you for doing that. And, you know, content is the middle of it. You started in 2000 with podcasting. You started before that with uh, with a radio show. And I think this passion is also shows here uh, in the communication aspect of it. Yeah. So encourage everybody that's listening to to take that leap, right? Go to the future. What is your crazy zone? Bring it to the present and make it happen, right? Yeah, D- David, I'm curious on how do you market this visionary idea, right? You, you talk about challenging people's disbelief by showing them. Yeah. But I'm sure you need to find some creative ways and maybe you already have to bring awareness to people about this. Yeah, I do a lot of media. Uh, w- uh, for some reason, when a hologram shows up somewhere, so do uh, audiences and a lot of attention. Uh, so we get a fair amount of media. Uh, last week I was in Las Vegas where we delivered the first portal in Las Vegas and Fox, uh, ABC, uh, ABC, CBS, and a bunch of other uh, media sources all came to support it. And so I was on the morning show and, you know, uh, less than a year ago, we started really uh, the media push and everything from, you know, BBC World News to Reuters, uh, Forbes made us one of the top five uh, technology companies that are going to disrupt how people do business in 2021. Wow. So mm-hmm. we haven't spent a penny on marketing, uh, but we, I am a, I'm a carnival barker. I'm a salesman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just scream portal, portal, portal. And then people, people listen yesterday. I beamed to Barcelona, uh, not be, I mean, because I, I want to raise awareness. So that is, yeah. yeah. Well, this is like, the meaning of a spreadable idea, right? The, and and this is also the meaning of obsession and believing in what you do. Because like you say, you're just like screaming portal, 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 and therefore you're attracting people. And now, I mean, we all know 
the the the, the leverage from media, right? It. Gary Vaynerchuk says it all the time. Now every company needs to be some sort of media company, right? But if you are not a media company, how do we attract the media so they can cover for us, so they can put our ideas out into the world and share our message? And I think one of those key elements is have a shareable idea, something that is definitely from like another world. And I'm so excited to see the development of your idea. Like, I can't even I, I can't believe that this is a company that you started two years ago. I can't wait to see where you're gonna be five years from now, ten years from now. I mean, I'm sure this is just gonna get more portable, more accessible for people. So then, your dream of having a portal inside of everybody's homes is is gonna happen. What is your plan? What I, I'm curious on? What is your five or ten year plan with with the company? Yeah, well, I mean, like any entrepreneur that, I mean, this is a tech startup, so I'd say five years from now, it'd be great to ring that New York Stock Exchange bell and take the company public and yep. make all of our investors very rich <laughs> uh, and make it uh, very accessible uh, to everybody. Uh, I, I uh, You know, down the road, I'd like to see how, if we could remove the, the box and, and just create the Obi-Wan Kenobi hologram like that a, we've seen in movies. Yeah. If, imagine that, you know, that uh, a, a full volumetric uh, illusion of, of light and magic that that uh, materializes yeah. before you. Right now, we've got the box, uh, which is the portal uh, hologram projection machine. Um, but yeah, so I'll continue the development of the hardware. We'll talk about the software. Um Uh, next time and uh, but yes I, I think that the company uh, will grow I, uh, it'll be a snowball effect as as we start rolling these out all over the world we have a unit in Venezuela by the way no way uh, uh, that's awesome oh, yeah. That, yeah. yeah can I ask and, who uh, can I ask who has it <laughs> uh, a very a very famous person has it but uh, <laughs> I can't say who I can't say who but it is being used yeah. for some pretty incredible things right now and wow. uh But yeah, that's so we'll see, you know, we'll see what the future holds. I don't really like to make, make predictions. Yeah, yes. that, that's amazing. I just want to paint this picture. Like when you were talking, oh, I was imagining it's like imagining you're getting a phone call. You pull your phone out and then you set it horizontally on a table. And all of a sudden a hologram pops up and now you're having like a real live conversation in there. How awesome yeah, would yeah, that be? Yeah. That would be not, not only incredible the feeling but so much fun too that would make communication so much fun i personally i'm not a big fan of talking on the phone right but i love communicating with people face to face yeah. so if that comes out beware people in my contact list because <laughs> i'm gonna be calling everyone every yeah. at every single moment yeah. David, I, I, um, I'm sure we could like dive into the entrepreneurial mindset that goes all around, like all around this, the possibilities that, that come, come in. So open invitation to the Contents Profit Show to come back anytime to continue to dive into this. Uh, and what, how can people connect with you? How can people, you know, reach out to you before that? Uh, what is maybe one last thought before we, we let you go here uh, that we might have missed Uh, maybe an action point for entrepreneurs. There's so much that we might have missed, but like maybe right. for like that entrepreneur that is is trying to develop their own category, that's going after their ideas that they're really passionate about. What is like one good piece of advice that you might be able right. to share? Sure. Uh, go uh, if you're passionate. Only if you're passionate about this. 
uh, just go all in on your idea. Uh, don't be afraid. Uh, although uh, there really is no, the only fear uh, is is failing. Um, so, so you just have to push past that fear and and go all in on on your passion. And if you're dedicated, then you should find some success in it. Uh, but yeah, you can contact me. It's portalhologram.com. No a p o r t l hologram.com. And then I'm just at Portal Hologram on across all social. Ah, wow, so good. Yeah, I, I'm definitely gonna go follow you everywhere. <laughs> Not in the creepy way, but in the social media way. And I, I want to follow this journey. I am so. I mean, you can tell. I <laughs> I've been so excited about the whole interview. Yeah, this was definitely put us put us on the list when you guys start selling the 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 machines for the podcasters and video podcasters. So oh. we're right there. Just saying, live interviews everywhere. Uh, dude, David, again, thank you so much for sharing. I encourage everybody listening right now. Go connect. Go find out a little bit more about this. Yeah, this we're gonna to be heard. We're gonna leave all the links at the bottom of the description. Yep. So please scroll down. Check him out. And I don't know, David, if you have a, a wait list or something, but if you do, <laughs> I, I encourage people to join it. Got it. Thanks. Awesome. It was fun being on your show. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. All right. With that said, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button and follow us on social media at BizBrosCo. That is right. And if you find this episode impactful and you can't wait to beam yourself all over the world, Please don't forget to share this episode and and leave a five-star review. Thank you. Thank you, guys.